Hello spooky people, thank you so much as always for clicking on this podcast and this particular episode of Joe Blogs About Films. Whether you're a first time listener or a long time listener, like I state on every episode, thank you for spinning, for sharing, for plugging, whatever it is, it means the absolute world. Now in this episode, I thought I'd do something a little bit different. I mean, I've I've previously done this on my very, very first review on Joe Blogs About Films, which if you've got the time to listen or want to go back and listen to that and have a giggle, do so. We've come a long way since then. But I, I feel that since the 10th installment came out this month and since I'm such a huge fan of the franchise, I'd finally sit down and dedicate an episode solely to going over my ranking of the Saw saga. It is one that has been going on for so, so long now. Obviously now we're you know, approaching 20 years or something daft like that, which is just <laughs> ridiculous to say. And we've got 10 films you know, out of that, uh, spin-offs here and there, reboots, whatever, try to get in there as well. But, like, we've all got us favourites. We've all got ones that we like. We've got ones that we dislike. Or we've got ones that we're just like, yeah, just in the middle, whatever. But I feel like it's now a good time. Obviously, being Halloween, we're looking for content to go over. Talking anything spooky, obviously, around this time of year. And, obviously, I'm a huge fan of Saw. So, I have so many thoughts. And I've done a few revisits, a few reviews already. I've done Saw 1, Saw 2. I've done Spiral a couple of times. And, of course, Saw X. And I do aim to get through the rest of the Saw films at some point with in-depth and a good old revisit, as, I, as you know I do, as regular listeners know, that I like to deep dive into these films. But I felt like if I just go over the ranking, I'm not just going to sit down and go at number 10, da, 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 number 9. I, I'll give you a bits and bats as to why I enjoy them or why I don't like them or whatever. Um, but it, but I, I'm, I'm trying as well in a way not to delve too much into like the nitty-gritty of, of, of the films because I definitely want to do revisits on you know, Saw 3 onwards, because there's so many things in there, so much trivia as well, um, that I really enjoy about this kind of film. So anyways, that's what we're talking about. I'm going to go over my ranking of Saw. I'd love to know people's rankings as well, where you, where, where it fits in particular as well, where Saw X fits, because that one I thought was such a huge surprise hit. I really enjoyed it. It's one of my favourites, so this will obviously be quite high in that list. But still, appreciate you listening. This episode is available on Apple, Spotify and Google Podcasts, as to rss.com. Jump onto these socials, including Facebook and Instagram. Hit Joe Blogs About Films up on there. Like and follow, all that jazz. If you can, hit the notification button too on Spotify or Apple, wherever it is you're listening to this podcast from. I'd really appreciate that. And finally, leave us a review, four star, five star, whatever stars. Just hit those stars on Spotify that would mean the world. So then, Saw Rankin. Let's just dive straight into it because at the bottom of the pile, I I have to say Jigsaw. And this is a film that I am looking forward to in a way talking about because there's so many things that I, I just don't like about this film. But just as a generalization as to why it's the bottom, I think as reboots or requels or whatever you want to call it as they go, this one just was awful. Um, I think that the, the game itself was so forced and needless, you know. Spoilers as well, obviously, in this in this review. The, the, in, well, not in this review, but in this list ranking. You know, another Apprentice reveal that we've had no idea about for so long that's just been working with Jigsaw. I mean, I'm assuming he just went away, did Logan, after, you know, helping him create the reverse bear trap at the very start. It just... It just all felt so needless and so, so forced. It just didn't work. None of the characters were... I'm not saying you have to like them, but no one really jumped out. as like, oh, I want them to survive this trap. I just really... Nothing. And it was too crisp. I've said this before. It was too crisp. It was too flash and HD and not as dingy as what Saw should be. Jigsaw just seemed a little bit... 
it, it lacked everything. It lacked flavour. It lacked everything that a Saw film was. I thought the script was terrible. And some of the reasons for the people to be in traps, I mean, are we really, really stretching that far? Like, again, I don't want to dive too much because I'm sure I'll tear this film apart when I do the revisit. But it was like, oh, John Kramer had a nephew. He bought this motorbike off this guy, but it was a faulty motorbike and therefore it caused him to die. I was like, where's this? Where's this come from? Like, what are we doing? Um, what else was in there? I, I just, I don't know. Like, it just all felt so, so forced. And, and again, the idea of having yet another secret game that was played many years ago. Oh, no, 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 no. where, where, why? It just didn't work. And if they were going on that kind of reboot sense of, right, Logan's going to take over from this moving forward... It failed drastically. There's a couple of traps in here that are decent enough, some fine moments, but it was just, um, yeah, too widescreen, man, too widescreen. After that, in ninth position, I'm going to go Saw 4, which may surprise some people because I know some people like quite like Saw 4. But again, I feel like in terms of like the addition of the in the original run, this one, again, just seemed a little bit like a waste of time because it was all set at the same time as Saw 3. That's fair enough. That's part of the twist or whatever you want to say. But, like, I don't know. Like, I, I almost feel like the reason why I don't like this one as well too much because I feel like it took things way too far with the gore. Like, I hate the fact that Saw gets, like, coined with torture porn, blah, 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 blah. And I, w- I, I don't blame anyone for saying that watching this film, watching Saw 4. It's just too much. There's 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 the horrible character in there as well, the big fat guy that runs that motel or whatever that's a real, real horrible person that yes, they're the kind of characters that you want to suffer in these traps. But like, I don't know, like some of the some of the stuff in this film are way too hard to watch. There's some really cool and ingenious traps in there. I love the like see no evil, speak no evil trap, we should say. I don't know what it's called or whatever, but the one where the guys have got their eyes sewn shut and the mouth sewn shut and they've got to work together somehow to not die um that is genius that is such a cool trap you know they've got the keys on the back each victim has got the key to the respected traps of the other person on the back of their neck that is so cool that was really cool and even the autopsy at the beginning was fine it's just that i can see why some saw fans may have turned off after saw 4 because it, it seemed like i've already said before saw 3 ended the franchise really well saw 4 kind of picked it up and ran with new life because then we got like a new reveal of a new apprentice again a new apprentice being that it's Hoffman I love Hoffman as a character though but overall I don't know it just seemed a little bit too too gory for me but at the same time just a little bit outlandish and you know Detective Rig gets his trap and you know not running through doors going into crime scenes without backup blah 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 it just seems at times that I don't know, like, the way that they that they pull in the idea of why this person is in a trap or why it's their game or test or whatever just seemed a little bit outlandish. But it was nice to see Detective Matthews back, though, and so far. I'll give him that. It was nice to see Donnie Wahlberg back as that character, learning what happened to him at the, end, at the events of Saw 3 and whatnot. So, yeah, and, and also Peter Strahm comes into it, which I think another very good, very good character. After Saw 4, I'm going to go Saw 7 in 8th position. Saw 7 is a film that I... I When it first came out, I, I didn't hate it. I didn't... I really didn't hate it as much as other people did in terms of the final chapter. It definitely, it definitely went out with a whimper and not a bang did the franchise on the back of Saw 7. Um, the 3D element of it was just an absolute gimmick. Uh, I think that when you watch it now, it's completely aged poorly. The the shot at the end when Carrie Elwes throws the saw at the screen and it's just awful. And even in the cinema at the times, I was like, why why are they doing this? Like, 
if they were to up, upscale it to put it into 3D, they should have just shot the film as they wanted it and then put the 3D on afterwards because there were some okay moments when they weren't trying to be too 3D, like the opening trap with the the love triangle, which again is such a stupid reason for people to be in traps, but we'll get there. Um, you know, that, that moment when they're pushing the saws at one another and the blades are coming at the screen, that worked really well. It's when they had these like ridiculous moments that like when Jill Tuck has that dream sequence where she gets like KO'd by Hoffman and like all the guts and stuff fly at the screen of that way. Or even when Jill Tuck gets the reverse bear trap, which is used on her, finally it kills someone. Even that like was was really just awful. Like the CGI was terrible and the blood as well. It was like I've seen people say it looked like cranberry juice or raspberry juice or whatever. It just looked awful. It just didn't look like blood. And you're right, it doesn't look like blood. It looks completely fake. Um, it did seem that a lot of the money and the budget went onto that 3D aspect and 3D element of the film. And sadly, the rest of it just just was just lacking in quality. Um, nice to see Carrie Elwes back, obviously, as Dr. Gordon, something that I, as a long-time Saw fan and many Saw fans, had really wanted to see him come back. Find out what happens, Dr. Gordon. We'd had theories galore about him being part of Jigsaw's Apprentice group and this, that, and the other, which that was revealed obviously but it was just nice seeing him back and I, and for one if anything I love watching Saw 3D purely for the opening because I love seeing what happened after the events of Saw 1 and seeing Dr. Gordon crawling up to the pipe and you know cauterizing his wound which is yummy um, but yeah other than that there's some dreadful traps in this like I, I don't want to dive too much into what I think they should have done with this film and also obviously the, the, the knowledge that this was meant to be a two-parter because um, we will, when I do the revisit and, and review it properly, um, I'll dive more into the, the, the details with that. But there was so much potential of what they could have done with this. Um, I really think they missed a huge trick by not... If it was the last Saw film, why not have a game revolving around previous survival victims? You know what I mean? Like, as like a one-off, as like a send-off, you know what I mean? Like, people who survive these traps are then put into another game to survive. And it would have just been... I don't know. I feel like that would have been really interesting. But again, that's just my idea. It might not have worked. It might not have worked. It's like I was in the writer's room and be like, guys, let's do this. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they had some great potential for the final outing. Instead, we got some awful, awful storyline about Bobby Dagan. And, oh, I was a jigsaw survivor, but I'm lying about it. Like, I just... Ah, just frustrating. Very, very frustrating. Went out with a whimper, like I said earlier. After Saw 7, in the next position down, is going to be Saw 3. Uh, I like Saw 3, don't get me wrong. I do like Saw 3. Um, it, it might seem quite strange that people... It's, it's like, what, is this 7th ranking? So Jigsaw was 10, Saw 4, 9. Yeah, so in 7th position, Saw 3. So it might seem a little bit too low for people because... It is good. I think there is some real, real good storyline in this. You know, there's the character of Jeff, or as people like to call him, Slow Jeff, as he's walking. Because if he'd have got through the game quicker, then things would have been different. You know what I mean? If it had not took a ridiculous amount of time walking, then it might have, you know, he could have got to his wife sooner, this and that, and everything would have been hunky-dory. But anyways, that's another side tangent. But I think that that, that idea of grief, the grief-stricken character that he is, that was out for vengeance and exploring that aspect of it and just seeing him kind of accept what's happened and almost forgive what happened, even if he doesn't, he can't move on from, you know what I mean? There, there, there is elements, there's so much in there, so much themes that I do like about Jeff's character. I do like the the, the grief-stricken aspect of it. I said that, that whole you know, revenge at the start where he's at, like he wants death on the person that killed his son, but it's neglecting then obviously his other daughter, his family life, this and that. It's kind of consumed him and turned him into a bit of a monster. So 
I liked all of that. I think the traps in here are really good. I also really like the opening to this film as well, with Donnie Wahlberg escaping, obviously, the shackles that he's in in the bathroom. And two, I always mention this, but I freaking love it when the Saw films go back to the bathroom. Uh, and this one, again, was a nice plot point to start with, obviously, starting off where we ended from Saw 2 with Donnie Wahlberg's um, Detective Matthew, sorry, in the bathroom. All that was really great. It is, again, very, very hard to watch in places. I forgot to mention when I talk about Saw 4, the one, one of the one traps I cannot watch is the uh, scalping trap with the, 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 I think it's a prostitute that's got a hair ponytail in a machine, a mechanism that's pulling a scalp off. Awful. Um, Saw 3's got a lot of them as well. Like the guy, I uh, can't remember his name, but you know the one with all the hooks in him, with all the, <laughs> the hooks in the skin? He's got to pull them off. Troy, that's his name. Hello, Troy. Um, that one is horrendous. Like, and how on earth was he going to get out of the, the the one out of his jaw like jesus again i guess it eludes the idea that obviously the traps were getting rigged by amanda there's all that aspect of it too um and that as well is part of the reason why i enjoy saw three is that 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 kind of you know there's the relationship there but it's a fractured one between jigsaw and amanda like amanda really is still struggling with her own inner demons and therefore is not really able to take on the mantle of jigsaw there's all that in there which i really do like and i feel that again I've said I said on my Saw X pod I was like they probably killed off Amanda way too soon really I would have liked to have survived this film and move forward but I did like what they did with Saw three um, there's some cool traps in there yeah the rack as well is in there which is another really horrible one uh, after that though gonna go with the spin off Spiral in sixth place um, I like Spiral I think it's a good it was a good twist wasn't it? it was not not the twist of the film the twist was terrible but I mean isn't a good twist on the on the film on the franchise sorry and doing something different by having a copycat killer just running the mark and t- tackling down, you know, pigs, <laughs> pigs, but, you know, like corrupt cops, we should say. It, it it was interesting. It's just, it was a little bit too predictable. And again, it was almost like they learned, the same writers obviously did Jigsaw, did Spiral. They learned a little bit and they were having fun with it, but they still didn't stick the landing because the twist was terrible. So predictable. Like if William, William Schenk, whatever his character is, you know, if you're not going to show his death on screen, then you're going to know he's, he's the person that's doing it. Chris Rock was great in it, as to Samuel L. Jackson. I wish more screen time on Sam Jackson, maybe, but I did like the father, the father-son relationship between the two of them. Again, the traps in this one were probably the best part of it. The tongue trap at the start was ace. The finger trap as well was really good. The, the, there was, I think, I think there were two highlights of the film that I really enjoyed. I just think it was all a, an interesting premise, really cool to kind of dive into why it is that Chris Rock's character was so hated by his other members of the of the depot whatever it is that he works for the police department this and that um but yeah i feel like i've spoke about spiral enough really to know that or for you lot to know that i think it's fine i think it's it's definitely wasn't the worst film of the bunch had a lot of fun with it when it came out something different but now yeah there's it's not the best anyways because after that one i'm gonna go with saw five which might be quite high for people but i really do really do like this film it's what i always used to say was the story-based saw film because the traps aren't at all memorable in this like the b the b plot in this isn't really memorable you've got those you know people that were part of that that kind of plot to burn down this building for like whether it was you know they were paid to do it on the sly you've got people working in development plans who want the building down so they could do whatever with it journalist who was obviously investigating it this and that they were all there and it was fine. My only, the one thing that I did like about that was uh, the actress who played Rita from Dexter was was in that trap uh, or, or in those games, I should say. And, and they weren't, again, like I say, very memorable. The, the, the one that we all remember is when the last two survivors get into that last room and they've got like all the these saws they've got to put their hands in and, and 
donate a certain amount of blood, whereas it should have been like the twist was that had they all worked together, they would have they'd have been able to not give as much blood um and 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 survive probably a better chance of surviving kind of thing so the subplot there was fine but it was more so that i enjoyed the cat and mouse aspects of hoffman and strom detective strom really gunning for hoffman he knows that in some way hoffman is tied if not is the apprentice that he's looking for to working with jigsaw i thought it was well on top of that it was really cool to see the background of how hoffman met jigsaw you know establishing and understanding the rules of the games and what it is that Jigsaw does. Obviously, this is on the back of Hoffman imitating a Jigsaw game and essentially putting him as the person that was responsible for his sister's ex-partner's death, which, again, awesome opening sequence. I don't want to... I am. This is a film I am looking forward to going over and talking more about when I do eventually get to the revisit of it, so I don't want to dive too much into more of detail of it all. But I do really, really like Saw 5. I think the ending was pretty fun as well. It's just a shame that the marketing for this film really ran with like the twist ending. They were like, you won't believe how it ends. And it just ended like any Saw film. So that was a shame. But I do really, really like Saw 5 an awful lot. After Saw 5, we're going in at number 4. Is it 4 or is it 3? No, yeah, number 4 with Saw 6. Um, I call this fan fave Saw 6 because I think this is a very good very good um, installment in the franchise. It's like the first time that Hoffman's really running with being Jigsaw because obviously we learn he was the apprentice in four, see how he got to that in five, and then six was like, right, this is the first real Saw era, like the Hoffman era of Saw, you know what I mean? And I thought it was really cool having the main game uh, revolving around, obviously, William Easton was his name, uh, the insurance guy that refused, obviously, John's uh, you know insurance for, for treatment, this experimental treatment, this and that. And it was a very kind of like dodgy affair that they had going on anyway. You know, they were always looking for anything to not pay out, basically, so that people were lying on, on their applications. They'd find it. They'd be like, right, you're not covered, blah, blah, blah. So, And it was always like really minor stuff as well. So, again, another character that fully deserved to be put in a trap. You know what I mean? These are the kind of people that you do think, well, you've not really, yeah, you, you, you've not appreciated your life and you're just taking for granted other people's. So I did like all of that. The traps in this one, again, very, very good. The opening one as well with the pound of flesh and stuff is, again, a bit of a hard one for me to watch, but I think that... After that, I think it's a very solid, solid film because not only is it to do with that side of William Easton's story, but you've got Hoffman who is being kind of hunted down by obviously the other other detectives who are looking for... Well, they're trying to find evidence that if it was Stram, they, 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 they know straight up that it wasn't Stram, that it just seemed too out there for Peter Stram to be the app- apprentice for Jigsaw. So to have you know all of them people out again looking for anything to put Hoffman as that person, that too was really, really, really great. And I thought that the ending was awesome as well with Hoffman being put in the reverse bear trap and, yeah, escaping that. That was pretty cool. Then, this is where it's going to get interesting because now we're into the top three, obviously. Uh, so we, what we've got left is Saw X, Saw 2 and Saw 1. It's kind of a given what number one's going to be, uh, seeing as everyone knows my love for the original. But in third place, I want to go Saw 2. I freaking love this film. I think Saw 2 was such a great sequel. I've done a revisit on Saw 2, which is well worth a listen. If I do say so myself, thank you if you've already checked it out. But do, if you've not listened, go listen to that revisit. Uh, I dive into awful lot about the film. I think that the approach of having Jigsaw, Tobin Bell, front and centre... Uh, not as much as obviously in Saw X, but having him a real part of the game was outstanding. I loved the back and forth between him, he and Donnie Wahlberg, Detective Matthews, the, the idea of just talking, and if he stayed there, he would find his son in a safe and secure place. What a great wordplay there and reveal at the end. 
I think it's just great. I think the house trap was awesome. It's amazing kind of to read the background of it, knowing that it wasn't essentially meant to be a Saw film, but then got turned into one. That too was awesome. I just think that it was really, really well thought out and it kind of, it, it, it went bigger, you know, from the first one just being that dingy bathroom. This was like a full house of horror, you know what I mean? Like so many different traps and so many different ones to make you really like wince and curl up. Obviously everyone famously talks about the needle pit, which they can't watch, they don't like. I'm, weirdly i can handle that one i don't know what that's about but yeah i i I think that there's so much in here and again going back to the bathroom at the end just having all those like real quick cuts that the film does where it's like kind of flashing in your face this and that um it's really awesome and i think that like i said the twist was cool as well obviously not only the twist of where you know detective matthew's son was and the fact that the actual game wasn't live it was recorded and already happened but that too the reveal about amanda being part of uh, of jigsaw's uh, disciples, you know what I mean, and that she was going to essentially take over. I thought that was really, really, really cool. And I remember when this film came out in 2005 and just being like desperate to watch it, having loved the first one, saw the first one a pirate copy, just waiting for someone to get a pirate copy of Saw 2 and watching it and was really, really impressed. I felt like I, I fully understand why people say that they prefer this one to Saw 1. I get it, but for me, the first one will always have my heart. But Saw 2 in third place, really, really great. Some of the traps in this one, man. Some of the traps. Which then comes in at second place, Saw X, which may surprise people, being that it is the 10th installment. But I bloody love this one. Um, that personal, real character study of John Kramer dealing with his cancer, trying to find any you know, last remaining hope, only for that to be snatched away by these crooks, we should say, and then putting them in track, it just worked so, so well. You were on the side of Kramer from the beginning. You you really, you are feeling for his character, seeing him at these self-help groups, this and that, talking, I mean, going through all these appointments, etc. And then seeing that other side of him, you know, seeing the, the jigsaw killer that he is, seeing the, the cogs in his head turning, working out traps or putting people in, you know, certain traps that fit for them in a way, like I said, the brain surgery trap or anything like that. It was just really good. The pace of the film was dead on. I loved that the fact it was two hours as well. It just really, really kind of fleshed everything out. Um, I've not long done a re- review of Saw 10. Do check it out if you haven't already. I think it's really, really great. I, I honestly, there was so much like there was so much for new fans to enjoy, but a lot for old fans to enjoy as well. The mid-credit scene in this film was so, so, so pleasing. I was smiling from ear to ear when that happened. And yeah, I, I have a lot of time for Saw X. I can't wait to own it, to rewatch it, and pick out things I probably missed off the first time around. But it just felt like Saw again. And again, it's amazing to see the writers of Jigsaw and Spiral get it so right with this one. I uh, yeah, I think that one of the criticisms I've seen of Saw X is that there was no real there was no real B plot. But again, I don't know. Like I, I don't find that a negative because we're not wasting time with anything needless. You know what I mean? We're just focusing on John Kramer, on Amanda, on this on this game, and and then it all unfolding. And yeah, it just worked really well for me. I thought it was super super great, and there was so much so much different layers to John Kramer that we've not really seen before that I thought worked super super well. Leaving then in number one, obviously. It's the original Saw 1, always going to be the first. Uh, the first is always the best. I absolutely adore this film so, so much. I think that for its time, for what it did for horror, it just just blew everything up, didn't it? It just, what you thought you knew was completely thrown out. Uh, the twist, I still think, is one of the best twists in cinema history. I remember seeing just the, the corpse of, you know, what, what is Jigsaw just rise up and leave. And if it wasn't for Lee Wannell's incredible reacting, we should say, um... I don't think it would have been as powerful. And obviously Charlie Klaus's themes score all the way through these Saw films are always impeccable. I've not, I've not mentioned it until now, but I think it was just, it's just so industrial and so, so new metally as well. It just felt 
oh, it just felt so good. And when it kicked in again at the end of this film, it was just absolutely fantastic. Added, added as well, obviously, I love seeing... You know, the character range of, of obviously Carrie Elwes as Dr. Gordon, him going from someone that's very well-reserved, well-thinking, just trying to be as calm and collected as he possibly can be to where he gets at the end of the film. It's just something that's really, really investing to watch, you know, someone that is, who'll do anything to save his family, be that if it means hacking off your, your foot. Um, I think it was so good. There's there's some obviously dodgy acting in there from like Lee Wanell or whatever, but... I love it. I love it. I love the imperfections of this film. I love the continuity errors. I love how, I just love how simple it was. And that's why I think Saw X worked so well as well, because it was so grounded with its approach. Like Saw 1 was, you know, it was very limited budget, very low, you know, scale film that then became what it has become. You know, I think it's staggering what James Wan and Lee Wanell did. And I will fight that corner to the end that Saw is one of the greatest horror films ever made. And I love it. I think it's absolutely awesome. It's so, so bloody good. But let me know your ranking, more importantly. That's what I'm here for. I hope you've enjoyed this 30 minutes, what, just under 30 minutes or whatever, me waffling about Saw and the, the franchise itself. Just trying to keep things spooky for Halloween, you know? And yeah, there's so much to enjoy in these Saw films. I will definitely, definitely try and finish up my revisits and reviews of the original run, this and that. But, uh, but yeah, I've just enjoyed going over a quick rundown of my top 10 hey thank you ever so much for listening let me know your thoughts let me know obviously your rankings as well for saw give me your favorite traps as well why not hey until the next episode take care